0: I'm Janae McDonald-Wilborn, and this is A Drop of Encouragement. Before we get started with today's podcast, I thought I would share with you one of my new favorite things, and those are the clean towels from Clean Skin Club. Clean Skin Club provides biodegradable towels. They're soft, they're durable, and most important, they don't have all the bacteria on them that the towel hanging in your bathroom probably has right now. I know, it's gross, but don't worry, you can grab some clean skin towels and use them in your skincare routine from now on. Just go to cleanskinclub.com, use my name, Janae, as your coupon code, and save a little bit as well. All right, enough about that. Let's get on with the podcast. Well, hello, and welcome back to A Drop of Encouragement. I am here with you. It's Janae. Yes, it's really me. And I'm coming to you not so live from my closet, also known as my podcast studio. Um, I've got comfy PJ pants, a soft blanket, a cup of coffee, and a Bible. And so what else could I possibly need? Nothing. But I'm really excited to share with you um, this week's episode because I really feel like when God laid this on my heart, it was exactly at a moment when I needed it. And I find that God so often gives me what I need to pass on because someone else needs it. Um, But I love that he lets me benefit from it on the way to you. So I am excited to share this with you. We are wrapping up our holiday week. And um, it's been a wonderful time. It's been quiet, low key, different 2020, right? Um, but it's been really peaceful and sweet, and a lot of intimate family time here at the Wilborn Casa. Um, lots of giggles and laughs and tears and drama and all the things that come when you have children. So it's been great. I hope your holiday week has been good and blessed you. I want to actually talk about something that's going to seem a little bit late. I want to talk about gratitude. And I know usually we talk about being thankful and gratitude leading up to Thanksgiving. But I got to tell you, Thanksgiving is not the mandate on gratitude. In fact, Thanksgiving is a holiday that wasn't even a holiday until. The middle of the Civil War so it doesn't have the monopoly on gratitude in fact gratitude is something we are taught to embrace and giving thanks is something we are told repeatedly to do in God's Word so we can talk about gratitude all year long and I want to talk about gratitude and the connection that I see between gratitude and encouragement because I am finding more and more in my life But as I dig into gratitude, there is a direct link between when I'm feeling thankful and how encouraged I am. And here's one of the things that I think is key about connecting gratitude and encouragement. It is really important that we know how to encourage ourselves. And I think a lot of us don't. In fact, most of us are really good at discouraging ourselves. We are really good at being self-critical. We are really good at negative self-talk. We're really good at finding all of our flaws and faults and mistakes and missteps. But we often fail to know how to give ourselves healthy, spiritual, emotional, and mental encouragement when we really need it. Here's the thing. We hear our own voice more than we hear anyone else's voice, right? The voice in your head, for some of you, it might be the voices and we should talk about that later. But the voice in your head is the dominant voice in your life. You hear from yourself more than you hear from anyone else. So if you can't encourage yourself, if you can't be a voice of positive encouragement for yourself, you're in trouble. I mean, I want to get encouragement from outside sources I need encouragement from outside sources I'm blessed by encouragement from outside sources and I want to be that encouragement for others but I know that it is critical I have definitely found in my life it is critical that I can encourage myself and that I know how to do that and one of the things that I have seen time and again encourages me is gratitude now, what's been interesting for me is this month in November, um, I have actually had a boost of encouragement from the most unexpected source in my life. It was myself via Facebook. Okay, let's just pause right there because how many of us open up Facebook and feel encouraged most days? Not really, right? I mean, a lot of us are bailing on Facebook, jumping, like, I mean, literally bailing on Facebook like it's a Titanic going down because there's so much negativity. But this is what happened for me. You know how Facebook has that lovely little element where it pops up memories for you? And sometimes they're funny and sometimes I make fun of myself. For example, I had one that popped up last month that was from 2008 which was the fall when I was dating my husband he was my boyfriend at the time and my post on Facebook was just sitting here tucked in on the phone with my man and I was like oh look at you needing everyone to know you had a boyfriend that's what happens when you don't date for seven years guys you want the world to know you have a guy now I did make fun of myself but it was fine I can laugh at myself in these ways but what's happened this month in November is all of my Um, memories that have been popping up each day have been from a year when I was doing a gratitude post every day each day I was talking about someone or something that I was grateful for and what was really cool was it was from years ago and it was actually from 10 years ago to be exact and it was really neat to see the different people in my life, some of whom I'm still very close with and talk to all the time. Some were coworkers that I no longer work with, so I don't really see anymore. But I was so thrilled to see that gratitude because I could still be thankful for those people and those things in that season. Um, One, for example, was a wonderful woman that I used to work with um, when I worked for a church 10 years ago. Her name was Marianne, and she was um, one of our, she was our administrative assistant at our campus of our church. She was older than I am just by a few years. I got you, Marianne. And she is one of the most delightful people on the planet, truly. We all would go sit in her office. She kept a little chair by her desk that I now realize was basically like our chair of therapy and encouragement where we would plop down in her desk and we would moan or groan or vent or tell her funny stories. And Marianne would stop whatever work she had. And she always had a ton of work and listen and encourage and laugh and crack jokes. And she was wonderful. And she was a huge blessing in my life. So when that popped up in my memory, I'm so thankful for Marianne and how she blesses me. I was like, man, I'm thankful all over again for that woman because she brought so much joy into my life. And it just made me think all, about all the kind of fun memories that I have of sitting in her office and, and laughing and talking about how cute Matthew McConaughey is and all these kind of fun things that we used to discuss and Tay Diggs. Um, it, was a fun, it was a fun conversation we used to have. Um, we had a good time, you guys. Yes, people talk about cute boys at church. It's okay. Jesus still loves us. Um, but here was what was great. To go back and revisit that memory and so many more of dear close friends and family, my sister, my parents, my um, husband who at that time we were just a year into marriage I didn't even know how grateful I was gonna really be for him yet but to see all that gratitude I found it really encouraging all month to have it pop up because it reminded me of how God was blessing me in that season and then some of those longer-term relationships or situations that blossomed into so much more than I knew they were going to at the time I could be thankful in a whole new way for God's constancy and love and provision in my life of those resources. And so it just made me think about the power of gratitude in encouraging you because there were days where I wasn't feeling great in this month because of whatever, you know, just life. We, it's 2020, you don't really need a whole lot of reasons to not feel good some mornings. There's bad news coming all the time. There's all kinds of weirdness. I mean, it was the election month. And to be able to hear these positive, words from myself, coming back to myself from back in time, like a little time travel, was a huge encouragement for me. And I began to think about something. A lot of us will keep a gratitude journal. Maybe you do. Maybe you write it down in a journal. Maybe you write it on your phone. A lot of us will talk about gratitude in some way, but how often do you remember to revisit it? How often do you pull that journal off the shelf from a few years back and go back and look through it? How often do you open up that app that you keep gratitude records in and go back and look through and see all the things that you're grateful for? I think for many of us, it's not often enough. I think many of us forget to do it. I know I'm a person who hoards journals like some sort of crazy person who needs a storage unit. Um, please don't ask my husband about it because he will tell you. Um, but I also know that I will forget to look through them. I looked through a bunch of journals just recently because it was the pandemic. And like everyone else, I was spring cleaning and going through all the things and rearranging because I had nowhere to go. So I worked on my home and I found a journal from high school, which was hilarious, along with many other journals throughout my journey of um, becoming a Christian and pre-Christian boyfriend drama and going through seminary and working for the church and early years of da- dating and marriage and all this fun stuff. Um, but I don't revisit them often enough. I don't really remember to look at them to look for those gratitude moments and be encouraged by them. So here's what I've decided I'm going to try. And I would love for you to try this with me. I've decided that I'm going to start taking all of these moments of gratitude as I experience them. And instead of writing them in a journal that I'm going to put on a shelf somewhere, I'm going to start recording them on the pages of future dates in my planner. Now, yes, I did say pages. And yes, I do use a paper planner. And no, I'm not ashamed. And yes, I know you can do that on your phone. And no, I don't want to. But all of you out there who are down with the paper planners with me, I love you. I see you you're extra special no we're all great and however you do it it's fine but here's the idea what if we record what we're grateful for three months from now just you know if today's November 30th what if I flip forward to March 30th and write my gratitude for today on that date and then what if I write next week's gratitude in the planner in June how cool will it be when I get to those dates in the future to open up that page and see something that I was grateful for a few months before? I mean, if gratitude encourages me, which I have said that it does, and if one of the the failures in my life is to remember to go back and look at it, why not place it ahead of me? Why not put it into my future so that I can see it when I get to it? It's like setting up a little reminder of all the things that I have to be grateful for. And I'm setting myself up for encouragement in the future. I'm going to try it. I want you to try it with me because I really believe in the power of encouragement. In fact, when I was preparing for this podcast, it came in a time when I needed encouragement. Let me tell you a little story about a morning that I had a week before last. Now, my kids go to a collaborative school, which means they only go to school on campus two days a week. This is not a COVID situation. This is how we do school. Which means I only have two days a week that I have to get the three of us up, dressed, pulled together, backpacks packed, lunches made, and everyone out the door. You guys, it ought not to be this hard. However, there are some mornings where getting us out of the door feels like I am trying to climb Mount Everest. And on this particular morning, a couple weeks ago, it was one of those mornings. We had a lot going on. My daughter had a bone bruise on her foot, so we had to ice her foot every morning. We were adding in giving her some pain relievers every morning, which if you're a mom, you know that any extra step to your morning routine can throw everything off. My son was having major allergy issues, so we were also adding in like extra allergy medicine and nasal sprays and all that drama, and it also was making him, let's just say, less interested in being cooperative in all the things. Um, and then I myself was going through extra allergy stuff, which made me less interested in being cooperative in all the things. I was supposed to be at the school that day at lunchtime. My plan was to get all my stuff together, grab my laptop, my Bible, and my other things that I use when I work out of the house, take them with me when, we drop the, when I drop the kids off from school, stay near the school, do some work from my car you know, while I drink my Starbucks, and then pop over for my lunch duty, but this is what actually happened. I couldn't get anybody up on time. Everybody was taking too long to get dressed, myself included. Um, I realized I didn't pack the lunches the night before, which I was supposed to do. So then I was trying to frantically pack lunches. Um, I was getting everyone together, getting the ice pack out, getting the medicines issued. We're finally walking out the door five minutes later than we should be. And as my son walks in front of me, I see that he has something white all down the back of his navy blue school pants. When I inquire what's going on, I learn that somehow last night in the getting out of clothes for the next day, my two kids are both aware that my daughter's toothbrush with toothpaste on it was somehow brushed up against the back of his pants. Now, why this is not information anyone wanted to share with me the night before I cannot tell you and why we didn't switch out pants I cannot tell you what I can tell you was we were now going to be 10 minutes late walking out the door because we had to get different pants for the boy We finally get to the car, we're in the car, and we realize I don't have my phone. I go back upstairs to get my phone because I'm not coming back home, right? When I realize I did have my phone, my phone was in the back pocket of my jeans. You can judge me, that's fine, you've done it. Now I'm back to the car. Now we're another five minutes late, which we leave early, so I allow for these 15 minutes of failure in my life every single day. But we get on the road, we get to school, and it's as we pull into the school parking lot that I realize I did not get masks or gaiters for my kids. So now we live in 2020, and kids have to have mask or gaiters or whatever your school needs, our school it's gaiters, to wear at school. So that means they're gonna have to wear the little disposable mask unless I can go home and get them gators, which was not my plan. I finally walk the kids into the school. Everyone's upset about having to wear a mask and not their gator. I get back to my car and realize the bag with my laptop and my Bible and all the stuff I was supposed to bring with me is at home. So that means I'm gonna have to go ahead and make the 20 minute drive probably closer to 30 minute drive in traffic back to my house to get that stuff, to get any work done, which means I might as well grab the gators to bring back to the kids and they can at least be happy for the second half of their school day when it comes to their COVID protection. Now, as you can imagine, I was not feeling very thrilled with life in this moment and I've got a 30 minute drive ahead of me. So I said to myself, okay, Lord, just help me help me. Sometimes that's the most I can pray. I don't know about you, but some days that's all I got in me. And as I called out for that help, the idea came to me that I could use this time to just start talking through my podcast, this particular episode. All right. So I just put on my little voice memo and I start recording my thoughts because that's how I do it guys. And I'm recording my thoughts and I'm talking it through and it's not super polished, but it's how I process. And by the time I got to the end, I felt 100% better. I wasn't frustrated that I was going home. I was actually glad that I could get the gators for the kids, knowing it would make their day easier. I realized I'd actually been productive in my drive because I talked through my notes, which is what I would have been doing sitting in my car in the parking lot of Starbucks anyway. All of that reflection on the things that I was grateful for had encouraged me in a moment when I desperately needed it. The scripture in Philippians 4 makes a lot more sense when you connect gratitude and encouragement in this way. Think about what it says in Philippians 4. In Philippians 4, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. When I think about presenting my anxiety, my frustration, my despair, my anger to the Lord through prayer and petition, and adding thanksgiving, stopping to be thankful for the things in my life, I see how that translates to peace in my heart and my mind. Because I'm encouraged by those things. I'm encouraged when I speak to the Lord, and I'm encouraged when I speak out loud the things that I'm grateful for. When I write down the things that I'm grateful for, when I reflect on the things that I'm grateful for, I come away encouraged every time. So my encouragement to you and to me today is let's use gratitude to encourage ourselves. Let's remember in moments when we're frustrated to just start listing out things we're thankful for. Write down or type in that gratitude moment And on that future date, so when it pops up or when you turn that page, you're encouraged by something that you were grateful for just weeks or months ago. Let's be voices of encouragement to ourselves because I think that's going to make all of us better at being voices of encouragement to others. And let me just add one thing. I know that it seems very odd sometimes to say be grateful and when you're in a really dark and hard season. And can I just say to you that in the darkest seasons of my life, I've still found something to be grateful for, no matter how small. If all you're grateful for today is the breath in your lungs, that's enough. If all you're grateful for today is that you're standing on two feet, that's enough. If all you're grateful for today is that your eyes opened this morning that's enough. If all you're grateful for is the caffeine in your coffee, you know what? That's enough. Gratitude doesn't have to be epic. It doesn't have to be biblical. It doesn't have to be showy or huge and it doesn't have to mean anything to anyone except you. What you are grateful for is what matters to you. So you find the thing you're grateful for and you let that fuel you. For me, when I can think of nothing else to be grateful for, I can always come back to Jesus. I can reflect back on the girl and woman that I was up until the age 25 and the despair and the lostness that I felt and that sense of, I don't have any meaning in my life. And I can remember what it meant for me when I finally realized that giving my life to Jesus wasn't about giving up something. It was about getting everything. And that can be enough for me on the days when everything else seems, frankly, pretty janky. God is always good on those days. So find your thing, whatever it is today. Be grateful for it. And then be encouraged by your gratitude. And as always, do everything you can to be a drop of encouragement to someone else. I'll see you next time.